0: Welcome to the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shyler from B1029. This is episode five. At some point, I'm going to lose count of what episode we're doing. But we're recapping the big stories from the week of May 30th. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So Shyler can now rest. After watching this for weeks, as a lot of you, I know, have been watching it too, uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, the jury finally gave their verdict, finally had a decision. So, Charlotte, why don't you recap everything for us? Because I know you've been chomping at the bit to find out what was going to happen.
1: It was a very interesting case to watch. Obviously, I mean, we've had the updates week to week um, to see it all kind of unfold and figure out what was going to end up being the verdict. And they kind of us. So I don't know if you got the notification. I got a notification that was like, okay, we've got a verdict. I was so excited. I'm like, okay, what is it? They all get back in the courtroom. Court is in session and the judge goes, it's not complete. We need, we need to know what the damages are. Go back. So then they go back to deliberation. It takes about 30, 40 minutes and then it comes back that basically they both technically win, but Johnny just wins more. <laughs> Because they have de- determined that he was defamed by that op-ed that she had written in, to, in, that Amber Heard had written in 2018. And the jury awarded him $15 million. It was $10, $10 million in, like, um, compensation. And then $5 million in punitive. Which is, like, the 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 shame on you, like, the punishing, kind of. Like, that's what you owe mm-hmm. because you did all this uh, towards Amber and he owes Amber two million dollars because he was also guilty of defaming her as well, just not as intensely as she had done to him. So my goodness, what a mess it had been. it was it was it was it was so crazy. so but because it was in Virginia, um Virginia has a cap on punitive damages. you don't you cannot pay out more than $350,000. So now all Amber has to pay technically is $8,350,000 to Johnny. Because it takes away like the $2 million that he owes her and the cap on the $5 million punitive
0: damages. Wow. I'll tell you what, I I think uh, a lot of people were really... Cause I think there are a lot of Johnny Depp fans, they said, that were out there, you know, just waiting to see what was going to happen, what the verdict was going to be. And what 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 town what, was it in Colfax, Virginia? Is that is that where the... Fairfax. The, or Fairfax, that's it, yes. Fairfax, Virginia. I'm sure that Fairfax was just like... And just like, oh, this is great! Like all of these people are coming here to, to oh, stay yeah. in our hotels, to eat at our restaurants, to shop. So they were bringing it all in. So I kind of feel like if you're Fairfax, Virginia, you're going to capitalize on this
1: Absolutely. for the longest
0: time. So when you when you see like those ads on TV to like you know visit here, you know the where Johnny Depp and Amber Heard had the defamation trial. See where Johnny and Walk. See where Amber cried. It's right here. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And of course they both made statements after the fact. Um, and I do want to talk about that a little bit because I know I have come across as a Johnny Depp Stan. What?
0: No, no, we all know where you exactly stand. Don't, don't try and say that you, you are on one side of the fence or the other.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I do wear it proudly. I mean, I don't, I don't, I do I did believe Johnny. Um, however, I don't believe that he was innocent in the entire thing. I think ultimately, in toxic relationships, which they very evidently had, there it takes two to tango. So if it's not one sniping at the other, it's it's the other way around. And at some point, somebody breaks. And I think that he's the one that got broken, essentially. I don't think that it wasn't completely. I think it was more one-sided than Amber is making it seem. Or I think it was both both sides more than Amber is making it seem. But that's why we had the whole trial. So, I mean, Amber had said, um, quote, I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. Which... Mm. I don't want to say you had a mountain of evidence, love, because all of it was the most popular word of the trial. Hearsay. (laughs) It was just, (laughs) well, he did this and he said that. Okay, but where? Because all we have are these audio files of you admitting that you're hitting him. Not punching him. I slapped you. I didn't punch you. You know what I mean? Like it was, there wasn't a whole lot of evidence To support the claims of abuse that she had said like she was really banking on the believe all women thing, which Mm -hmm. normally is my MO as well. But I think we've learned through the years that the believe all women is just not realistic because we've seen the the immense number of cases in which men are the victims and we can't turn a blind eye to that just because they're men and technically you know stronger or whatever it's like I know plenty of dudes who their girlfriends have been too aggressive with them I guess and they just don't like think anything of it it's like dude that's not healthy and that's and that was the thing with this it's it's not to say that there was not abuse on both sides or that one is worse than the other. Like abuse is terrible. Both of them need to go sit in the corner for a really long time and think about what they've done because not only, and I, and I think that's the whole reason why Johnny wanted to do this because it was less about like, he knew, he knew it, everything, every bad word, every goof he's ever done was going to come to light in this trial. And he decided that it was worth it. It was worth it in order to clear his name from all of the horrific abuse that I don't, I simply don't believe he committed. And yeah. and she didn't prove that he committed.
0: Right. And, and I think that, you know, as you said, the whole point of this trial was over the article that she wrote for the the Washington Post back in 2018. And the whole thing was, is that the, the article was all pretty much one-sided that Johnny was 100 percent the 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 person that was the aggressor, the abuser, whatever. And Amber Heard was 100 percent the victim. But as we learned, as this case went on, that, well, yeah, Johnny did some things. But on the other hand, Amber also did some things. So there there was more than just to Amber's side of the story. And you're right. Johnny knew that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, there's going to be some things that are going to come out. About me, that I, yeah, I did say those things, yes, but on the other hand, you've seen in some reasons why I said what I said or did what I did, because, on the other hand, Amber's over here being the aggressor. And Cut my he, finger off. right, yeah, you <laughs> know? know, so I mean it's not it's not as as one-sided as it was, And that's the whole point of the trial. and and I and some celebrities also, I'm sure you saw some celebrities got in, of course, on it, like we all did. They were all excited for Johnny. I think, like, uh, Sharon Osbourne, uh, Ashley Benson, a bunch of other celebrities, you know, were showing, like, you know, their support for Johnny. But then there Did were some. See...
1: Did you see that Kate Moss was at his performance in the UK over the weekend?
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't see it. I knew uh-huh. he performed. But I didn't know. That. Oh, OK. Well, you, you know what? Wonder what's going to happen there? I guess we'll have to wait and see. But. You know, like to your point, like I I think Amy Schumer was she she read she had a comment that kind of showed like she was kind of on on Team Amber. And and I I think that they missed the point. It's like, look, it's not saying that she was not a victim at all. But on the other hand, Johnny was also a victim. You're missing the point of the whole trial is it's not as 100 percent one sided as that article meant it out to be. And that was the whole point of the trial. It was so,
1: defamation by not yes. holding herself accountable and claiming right. to be the sole victim. That was the defamation in which this trial was based on. I right. mean, and that's and that's ultimately, you're completely right. That's ultimately the, the mark in which people are missing. And yeah. also, if Amber Heard is your champion for domestic abuse survivors, you picked wrong.
0: Yeah, you picked I mean, wrong. there there have been way other different types of scenarios where clearly it is 100% one sided yes evidence and all 100% one sided but yeah hollywood i totally agree
1: filled, hollywood is filled with crappy men with with power hungry and and influentially hateful and oppressive men why are why are we focusing on leave me alone and let me play my music and play my weird characters johnny depp like it's like that's <laughs> so really all he wants to do is just be Jack Sparrow in on screen and off screen and every other time when he's not on stage because I feel yeah. like he does that quite a bit. But then, yeah, and then he just wants to like play his guitar and hang out with his, what did, what did Amber call him? Old men playing guitars. He just wants to be <laughs> an old man playing guitars with his buddies.
0: Just let him. I know, just let him do his thing. It's all good. You're not with him anymore. Just let him do his thing. I I mean, am, if- what do you think his comeback is going to be? See, and that's why I ask you, as I was talking with some other people here in the office about this, I said, so it comes out Johnny was defamed, okay? He he was... Amber was guilty of that. So now if you're Disney, for example, let's use Disney because we all know him as Captain Jack Sparrow for the most part. And, of course, Disney has pretty much, it seems like, distanced themselves from Johnny and the character of of Jack Sparrow. So if you're Disney now, this comes out and obviously you kind of want the, the the pirates thing to go continue on the pirates franchise. And we've talked about this before is I feel like you can't have pirates of the Caribbean without Jack Sparrow, because without Jack Sparrow, I don't think that that, that franchise, that movie franchise would have taken off to where it is. I mean, you went so far as to add that character into the infamous ride at Disney world. And Johnny himself, we've seen on YouTube. I'm sure you've seen it, that he sometimes will just, randomly appear as the character character. on the ride (laughs) so uh, what do you do at that point because you i mean granted yes in the trial he wasn't 100 percent cleared of everything he did some things we know that but it wasn't as one-sided so as disney do you kind of like well let's just let the let the dust set a little bit and then we'll kind of talk or you just completely remove him, one hundred percent. But what what do you? I don't know. I mean, I I kind of feel like now you you can argue that the franchise that Disney has over the years has not had some shady characters. I'm sure that of all the Disney franchises that you've that Disney has put out, and of all the people that have been a part of them, I'm sure you could probably find a few other shady actors and actresses that have been a part that maybe Disney wasn't aware or just kind of turned a blind eye to just to kind of keep the money train going. But in this case, now that we've found out that, you know, Johnny wasn't as bad of a character as Amber Heard made him out to be, do you maybe kind of think, okay, let's let the dust set a little bit. Let's let this kind of go down and maybe let's, let's kind of maybe talk again. I don't know what, what that, what do you think?
1: It's a great question. I actually, um, I posed this question to my mom yesterday and said, like, what do you think his comeback is going to be? Do you think that he's going to have a comeback? Do you think someone's going to issue a statement saying, hey, man, like, our bad. We want you back or whatever. I think the damage is already done. Mm -hmm. I think that there is no apology or statement or role that can mend the relationship between Disney and Johnny. And I think Warner Brothers has a better chance with the Fantastic Beast film. I don't think he'll come back in the Fantastic Beast film because Mads Mickelson has done a fantastic job in the role. And he does um he does very well opposite Jude Law in in the role itself and in and within the movie. Obviously, the character that Johnny had played was a little more extreme than the Mads Mickelson version, so it's a little more palatable to um to the audience. So I think people are already okay with the Mads replacement. Um, And like I said, I don't, I think the damage is already done between him and Disney. Uh, If I were Disney, I would publicly keep my mouth shut, but maybe privately say like, we're probably not going to do anything with you, but, you know, we're sorry, or, you know, you know, we goofed, or you know, are bad, whatever. I mean, just because, like, that's just those. I feel like those are two names in Hollywood that you don't want to cross, and that you want. I I would want to stay on decent terms with. And I think if I'm Johnny, I think I'd love to to be able to say, you know, water under the bridge. We're not going to be working together anymore. But at least there's no bad blood, because right. um, it makes him more hireable for other studios. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't see them working together anymore. Okay. I I hope I am wrong.
0: I mean, that's not to say that a couple years from now, you know, they decide, hey, you know what, we wanna we wanna do the pirates thing again. And look, I honestly believe that if they bring Johnny back as Captain Jack Sparrow in the next few years, if they do another Pirates movie, that I think it'll be a well grossed film. It's gonna make money. Yes. Are there going to be those people that are going to shame it? Yeah, just because they feel like they need to. But I think for the, the most part, people will go back and, and and see Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow.
1: Well, there are rumors that he's going to be in the remake or reboot or a sequel of Beetlejuice. Now, that is a rumor. But well, and, fact-
0: and honestly, he's worked with Tim Burton a few times.
1: And, so- um, and Winona Ryder... Speaking of his exes and speaking of this whole debacle, um, uh, Amber said the first time that he struck her was due to her acknowledging his Winona Forever tattoo, which is now Wino Forever, <laughs> and she laughed at it or whatever, but she's gonna be in Beetlejuice too as well.
0: Yep. Well,
1: yeah. So I love them together. <laughs> and I, I I love Winona Ryder. I'd love to see her in that. So it says, um, yeah, it says that according to the IMDb page, it follows the original cast and crew plus new additions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It says that, um, yeah, that he's there is a rumor that he will be joining the cast.
0: Curious to see. I mean, that that that's right up his alley. And there's a,
1: there was a cast list that was leaked online, and Johnny okay. Depp's name was on was it. Was on
0: it. Yeah. Yes. Well, and of course, Michael Keaton will be back as Beetlejuice. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see those two try okay. to outdo the weirdness of each other. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Fantastic. I think okay. Johnny Depp will win that just because Johnny Depp is willing to go, I think, a little more extreme than Michael Keaton is. And I could be completely wrong. But You know
1: what's interesting? And I hate to bring it up again since we talked about it so much during the, the trial. But I wonder if he was always just as crazy as he was because of his substance abuse. Could be. So I wonder once he's, you know, sober, calmed down, if we're going to get more of, you know, what was the Black Mass version or, you know, mm-hmm. one of the the more serious and calmed down roles of his. I don't know. We'll right. see.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see. Now, to wrap this up, I'm going to ask you one question. If you're Warner Brothers, and of course we have that Aquaman movie coming out, do you remove Amber Heard from Aquaman fully?
1: Um, I might, but I I wouldn't say it is entirely due to this case. Um, it has been reported through many actors and many casting directors and producers that Amber has been very difficult to work with. I think the only person within the DC Aquaman movies, um, who is it? I'm not. I don't remember. Dolph Lundgren. I think oh, okay. he had said yeah. like, "Oh, she's a joy." But even Jason Momoa has said, like, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, chemistry. Like, he's like, I don't have anything, like, bad to say about her. It's just hard to work with, which which I think will ultimately work against her. And now she's going to have a chip on her shoulder. I think it's just going to get worse. I think now she's coming out there with something to prove and, you know, me, me, me. I, I believe that she's a narcissist. I think Johnny is, too. I think all actors have to be. But I think she is going to continue to be difficult to work with. And I think it would just be... Better, right? To just part ways, but I think they should have done that to begin with. I think the only reason she did get the role is because of Johnny, because there were countless. I mean, even the fan edits of Amelia Clark being Mara were oh, like, fantastic. <laughs> but it's like, and they already have so much chemistry from Game of Thrones. It's, I know. I, I I think it's I think she is going to be, I think she has been her own undoing from the very get-go. The only reason it has lasted as long as it did is because Johnny Johnny loved her.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll definitely follow this because I'm sure there's going to be more that is going to happen, come out and such. So I'm sure we'll probably talk a little bit more about this during next mm-hmm. week's yeah. episode. <laughs> but uh, moving on. So another uh, big thing, of course, that we that we probably have to address is, of course, the slap. And Jada Pinkett Smith, for the first time, has actually talked about the slap. So she, her latest episode of a Red Talk Table, she actually addressed the slap between Chris Rock and Will Smith. And she opened it by saying, quote, My deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. And she also said, too, that she believes that both Will and Chris are needed now more than ever, which I I don't, I don't understand what, what that means, but, um, I, maybe I'm just not reading it right, but, uh, look, do I feel that those two are going to work it out? Of course I do. I don't, I don't see Will Smith being the person that's going to be, you know, 100% vent, you know, vengeful, hateful for the rest of eternity with Chris Rock and Chris Rock. I don't feel it's gonna be the same way. I feel like Chris Kmet, look, it was a joke. I'm sorry. And Will's going to be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I know it was a joke. It just it it, it didn't make my wife feel good. So, and yeah, I, I think I took it to an extreme. My bad. And I, I said this during my show, and I've said it before. Mark my words that next year's Oscars, you are going to see Will Smith and Chris Rock present like best actor or something like that together. I thought just, he's not so, proud. Oh, that's right. For 10 years. Shoot. Darn it. Now I can't. Now I got to go back and strike that. Dang it. I know that sucks because
1: I I would love to see that. Okay, so
0: let's say that they they do a whole big public thing that, you know, we're sorry, blah, blah, blah. I I could say that, look, the Oscars, look, we'll let him present, but he's not allowed to actually like sit in the audience and take part. all. he's just there to present and get out.
1: what i agree with you i agree with you i i do see something to that effect happening maybe not next year but in the near future i see the academy going like okay okay i think what's going to happen i think jada is a little bit on uh like the pr cleanup mode i think she is distracting us
0: yeah and and look it- We've all seen the clip, obviously, but, you know, obviously Chris makes the joke. You see Will laugh. Jada, obviously, is not happy about it. So I think a lot of people assume at that point in time is that Jada was the one was like, you better go do something about that. And, I, you know, I could be completely wrong. This com- could be completely rumor and just seeing not the whole picture, but it seems like Jada is the one that really pulls the strings in that relationship. Where Will is like, I, it, it, and just from what I've seen, like it, it's not a really, and they've talked about their relationship multiple times in public, especially recently. And yeah, they got married at a young age. And obviously there was this whole alleged possible affair thing with this other guy, you know? So it's just, it, it's a very, odd relationship to begin with. It is. It's almost like even when you see the family together, when they do like family on the red carpet, it's almost like they're just forced to be there. So okay everyone try to look happy. We're a family unit, but but then it's like you got Jada doing her red table talk thing with occasionally Willow coming on and Jaden coming on. But then you got Will kind of doing his thing over here which I mean, not to say they have to do everything together all the time, but it just, it seems like it's just a weird family dynamic thing, especially in all stems from Will and Jada.
1: Well, it's almost like a sitcom family, you yeah. know, where it's like they're not actually related. It's like, here's the actor playing the dad. Here's the actress playing the mom. And here are the actors playing the kids. It's like, they're not really on the same page ever. They're all mm-hmm. doing their own things, which granted, I mean, they're old enough to do their own things, go out on their own venture, I, I I get that, but I think, and and I agree with you. On the the the, the whole that I think that Jada is, kind of the boss,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I think it's because Will had been, you know, the dude on top for so long, and he called the shots that she got yeah. resentful, which led to a lot of those weird things that had happened, some disconnect in the marriage, and then she's like, you know what. I'm doing things to make myself happy. So then the entanglement and then red table talk. It's like, she's come up with a, some of these very fulfilling endeavors for her mm-hmm. and is not worrying about fulfilling will because he didn't, you know what I mean? Like he's and he, right. he, there's even a quote that says that, that he had said that he had to tell her that I don't make you happy. You make yourself happy. I make myself happy. We're happy together. That's how a relationship works. I.
0: Yes and no. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I was like, that's a little black and white, white way to look at it. Yeah. I think it's way more gray than just you make yourself happy and then I just enjoy your happiness. Like I'm happy because you're happy. That's. I think it's yeah. more of a team effort. Whereas I, I feel like they might be co-coaches instead of like playing on the same team. So I don't know. I don't think that they've ever been on the same page ever because I don't want to shame Jada because I think that she's finally come into her own. And I feel with all of these obstacles that she's faced, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, you can vilify her for her affair or entanglement or whatever she wants to call it. But there was resentment and anger. Like, you know what I mean? Like an affair isn't just born of, I was bored. Like there was, I am mad at you or I don't feel connected to you anymore. There, there's a lot more behind the scenes. You need
0: that some sort of connection or, or I guess, uh, someone else kind of looking at you, like desiring you or like, Oh, I'm actually getting attention from somebody because you're right. Will is busy doing his stuff and I mean, Jada was, I mean, she had the matrix, but you know, that only got, that only got so far and and you're right. I think when you think of Will Smith, you, you think Will Smith and all the stuff that you don't think about, oh yeah, there's Jada. You, I so mean, I get, yeah, she kind of yeah. gets left in the background.
1: Yeah. So Jada had to really come forward, you know, uh, horns bared and take for herself, um, the image and personality and fame that she wanted and that she felt like she deserved from being Will's support through all of that. Because that's that's a big thing. It's not the whole, you, you make yourself happy, I make myself happy, then we're happy together. If I'm behind the scenes laying the bricks of your foundation, you better make me happy. Right. <laughs> you need well, to take some time to appreciate that. Right. And I don't think he did. So I, no. I think that that's why everybody likes to say, like, oh, Jada, like, she's pulling the strings and she's like the the like the evil the evil mastermind behind the downfall of Will Smith I think she is just finally saying okay I make myself happy you make yourself happy we'll both be happy together so then when well, she was unhappy right. he was like oh crap remember when I said like I need to have her back more I think that conversation happened I think mm-hmm. I need you to have my back I need you to support me in my endeavors just the way I've supported you and I think that's what happened. I think where he was like, she's upset. I got to do something. And he did right. something and he did something way out of line. And she's like, wait, I didn't mean like that.
0: Yeah. Well, and <laughs> I, think I think for it to come out. Friends. Yeah, I think so, too. And and I kind of think for her to to come out. This long to say something. I don't know, just it it, it doesn't. Like I kind of feel that when that happened. I don't know if she was just waiting for the dust to set up. I mean, it's been, that happened back in what, February?
1: Yeah. It's like end of February, early March. And
0: we're in here in beginning of June. And and I kind of feel like we, for someone that obviously had, a, I mean, not a huge part, but some part in that you're going to wait that long to come out and, and say something. I mean, I don't know if she was just waiting for the right time or just kind of collecting her thoughts, but it's like if you want to do damage control – I mean, I kind of feel like at this point, people have already made up in their mind what they think. And I don't know if you're going to sway one one side or the other. But I I think that I think we all kind of knew that. Look, we know Will Smith better than we do Jada. I mean, I I think that's just the nature of it. We know Chris Rock better than we do Jada. I think we knew that Will Smith and Chris Rock were eventually going to put this thing behind them. It happened. We're sorry. We're going to move on. And I think if Jada said something or not, eh? But I, I think for if she wants to be kind of still relevant and in the light of this thing, I don't think you wait six, four months to to say something. I think that I'm, you say something, whether or not it's on your red table talk or not, you say something sooner. Like, hey, look, it was a bad thing that happened. My hope is that these two bury the hatchet and you know, move on. I don't think you wait four months to say something because everyone was kind of looking for them to her to say something a lot sooner.
1: I think she was waiting for things to be taken care of first. I think she had kind of learned her lesson with giving too much too soon Mm -hmm. or, you know, too much period because they have been under fire for like, we don't, we don't care. Like we don't need to know every aspect of your relationship but they are just so forthcoming about it which i appreciate the honesty but at the same time like some things can just right. stay between you two
0: and right, i think that exactly. i think she's
1: kind of learned her lesson and decided i mean obviously will has been on this journey of of self where he's kind of searching for answers and and fulfilling himself and trying to get himself back to a place where he's good and stable so I think she didn't want to come out and say like oh everything's fine if she didn't know from both parties that everything was going to be fine I think her saying this means that Will and and Chris have either touched base exchanged a conversation a very I don't think it's been a a long in-depth thing but I think her saying this is a good sign that I don't know. Maybe we'll get Chris Rock and Bad Boys 4. You
0: know, maybe. <laughs> you're just really wanting Bad Boys 4. And that's all you want. I am. <laughs> I am. And
1: I like Chris Rock too. So I,
0: it's like, hey. yeah. Yeah, I, I I, believe everything will be fine. And, you know, to your point of, you know, Will kind of like on the self journey and maybe a conversation happened between Jada and, and Will as far as the relationship that I think you're right. I think he does need to like do a little soul searching and maybe find some answers. And, and I think maybe Jada is maybe letting him do like, look, you go, you go take care of you. I I got it. Just do what you need to do. Yep. And then we'll, we'll reconvene when, when you've done what you need to do. So I'm sure there's gonna be more to this story. And look, you know what I think too, that the the slap is going to be parody joked for another couple years to come at least. It's going to be mentioned, I'm sure, at the Oscars again and There's every no other award fight. show after that. So I think if you're if you're Jada, you're going to have to roll with the punches a little bit. Especially yeah. Will, too. Chris, Chris will roll with the punches. He's already joked about it at least 100 times by now. Yes. We, we've seen it. And I think Will's going to have to roll with the punches a little bit, as will Jada. And look, eventually, it's going to be kind of like... It'll be Oscar history, but... It'll kind of just be like, okay, that happened. Let's move on. But yeah. at least for the next year or so, it, it's it's going to be mentioned. It's going to be joked about. So roll with the punches and move on. Yeah. So. All right. Moving on to another subject here. This one um, I know is it's, it's tough to talk about. And unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about it because it's still going on. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series debuted on Disney Plus, which fiance and I have already watched all three episodes and it is so great to see Obi-Wan Kenobi you know Ewan McGregor back as the role again in like 17 or 18 years and this one takes place between episode three and episode four for all you Star Wars nerds out there um so there's obviously Obi-Wan Ewan McGregor Christian Hadenson is back as Darth Vader we have also some other new characters as well. One of them is a Moses Ingram who plays Reva. Now Reva is one of the people that they're called Inquisitors. They're hunting down the remaining Jedi and she's mainly after Obi-Wan. Like she just, she wants to get rid of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I mean, she's so fierce and she's just like you, you're like, man, she is like on a nonstop mission to get obi Like she's like, she will go behind people's backs. She will do whatever needs to happen just to get obi-wan kenobi and and win like darth vader's approval or i guess well after the the series debuted um she shared on social media that she received hundreds of racist messages like private dms sent to her and so ewan mcgregor who obviously we've said played obi-wan he's also an executive producer took to social media and it was even posted on the official Obi-Wan Kenobi Facebook page, this video. And so I'll, I'll quote some of the things he said that I just wanted to say as the leading actor in the series, as the executive producer on the series, that we stand with Moses. We love Moses. And if you're sending her bullying messages, this one was probably the, the, the nail, hitting, hitting the nail on the head. You're no Star Wars fan in my mind. There's no place for racism in this world. I totally stand with Moses. And he had, it, the, the video was probably like a, a minute, minute and a half. Um, but I, I think that for that to happen, I mean, for, for and McGregor to actually have to come out, and and again, on the official Obi-Wan Kenobi Facebook page, this video gets posted for that to happen. I mean, that that speaks volumes. Well, of, and like and- there's
1: no there's no better way to hurt a star Wars fan by challenging their star Wars fandom. Right. Exactly. So by taking that away from them
0: to have Obi-Wan Kenobi, oh. come on camera and say, if you're one of these people that's doing this, you are no star Wars fan to me.
1: I also saw a tweet that said there are more than 20 million sentient species in the star Wars galaxy. Don't choose to be a racist.
0: Right. And that's one thing my, my fiance is saying, she's like, is not Star Wars kind of like all inclusive because there's so many different species and races and it's like an all inclusive type of of genre of of series of of a franchise that you're going to decide because this woman is black and, and look her character is amazing. I just googled I
1: mean, her um I just I, yeah I just googled her and I was like she is intense.
0: <laughs> she is yeah. not somebody that I want to be running from. No, but I mean she <laughs> For for someone that this I don't think this character has ever been portrayed on on live TV, maybe in a cartoon somewhere. I don't know. But for someone that had to come into the show, okay, so there's really been no other than maybe like some comic books or books or whatever, no live so I have to make this my own. How do I do this? <laughs> Sold. Yeah. And and for people to actually go and do that is just it, it blows my mind that. We are still doing this. Still doing this. And it's like, look, uh, whether you like her or not, if you don't like the show then don't watch it. You don't need I to go just, and send her DMs, you don't need to go and say whatever it is you needed to say. But I don't I don't understand hand it.
1: Hand over fist. Wiping them tears with 100 dollar bills. While you sit at home in your mom's basement, scratching your hairy belly with nothing going for you, like right. that is the energy you give me.
0: And you know what? For as for someone that does that, and we've and we just said it too, you are no Star Wars fan because you don't get it. Yeah. Are you gonna? You are, you gonna are you gonna? Are you gonna send DMs to the guy that played Chewbacca because he was a hairy Wookiee? Are you gonna send a DM to? He's a
1: brunette instead of a blonde.
0: Yeah. I mean. I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, look, and here's the other thing too. James Earl Jones is the voice of Darth Vader. Who is a black man? Are you going to say, oh, you're going to send DMs because he's Darth Vader? No. I, I don't understand. It doesn't matter what race, what species you are. It shouldn't matter. I
1: I, I don't get agree. it. It is
0: 2022.
1: I just don't get it. I like, don't understand I why,
0: we're, why we are where we are. I just don't get it.
1: And she's stunning.
0: She and is. She's
1: doing a great job in the role. Because that's the thing. It's like. At the end of the day, like. It's it's like the. What is that from? I don't know. Oh, it's it's, it's Jack Sparrow. He's like, oh, this, you know, the pirate or whatever. Oh, but you have heard of me. That's how that's that energy. That's her. She's yeah. like, oh, thanks for the racist message. Oh, but you did see me. You did yeah. you did subscribe and you watched my show. So thank exactly.
0: you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, look, there have been times where I've watched shows or 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 movies where it doesn't matter who the actor or actress is. Look, if I'm not into it, I'm not into it. I just don't watch it. I don't yeah. care what race what 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 sex they are if look if i'm just if i'm not feeling i'm not feeling it i'm not gonna get so upset and like oh i gotta send them an instant dm and just basically knock them down for who they. it's like no just leave it be a good example
1: of have you seen altered carbon no oh highly recommend the first season it's on netflix um but the the premise of the story is that we like You are not a body anymore. Like your consciousness resides in like a disc in the back of your neck. So this dude, it gets put into this new body and he's a white dude and that's, and that's his character. So through the whole, the whole show, he is in the body of a, a, a connection to another character, but he's a white dude, even though his name and consciousness is Japanese. Or of Asian descent. So he's like, his name is Takeshi, but he's in this white dude's body. And then the second season, he has to give away that body, but he's still got, he's still in that little consciousness, in that little Oreo or whatever they throw it in the back of a black dude's body, Anthony Mackey. And I did not enjoy Anthony Mackey's performance as much as I enjoyed Joel Kinneman in the first season. It had nothing to do it had nothing to do with the fact that Anthony Mackie's black it had everything to do with the fact that i love Joel Kinnaman and i felt like he nailed the the, the characters like i read the books so it's like mm-hmm. w- reading the books it was like yeah that's exactly yeah, what i yeah
0: right you, you already have an interpretation of your in your mind what the character is supposed to be
1: and that was anthony's problem is that he couldn't act the character or he wasn't acting the character and joel because in order for the continuity, he needed to have both. And he was just like, no, like, I'm the character. I'm not the old actor that used to play it. So it was very different. But you don't hate or dislike the character because they are a certain skin color. You cannot like their performance. You cannot like the accents that they put on or the way they style their hair. But the fact of the matter is, you are a racist. If you dislike a fictional character exactly specifically based on the color of their skin you are racist
0: exactly so moses ingram <laughs> you are phenomenal as reva Putting keep on girl. There. keep on you just keep doing it all right so last thing we always finish up with our wah story and usually it's a celebrity story now i don't i don't necessarily consider myself a local celebrity
1: Oh, I mean, honest. Should.
0: Honestly, I go out and people have no idea who I am. Which, look, I'm totally fine with. Okay.
1: That's the good part about radio. In, right? in
0: the in the twelve years that I've been on B102.9, one time has someone actually said, "Aren't you Joe from B102.9?" Oh, one really? time. One time. Now, I'll admit, I was like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> okay, I was. I, I kind of like, you know, I was like a little, you're know, like, "Oh, <laughs> someone scared. actually knows who I am." But for the most part. I, I'm I'm OK. Now, not to say that if someone comes up to me and asks, I'm not going to be a total jerk to them. Like, no, get away from me. No, I, look, I, I just don't parade myself around as being Joe from B1029. But I did have an experience a few days ago this week that I need to share that. I'm still kind of racking it around in my brain, like I'm not freaked out by it. My fiance is a little bit. Um, I shared it with some people here at work, and this is the first time Shiloh hearing this too. I'm so this happened a few nights ago uh i think it was about just after 2 a.m i have a i have a clock radio next to my my side of the bed and about just after 205 i believe it was my radio's on and and of course i'm I'm kind of woken up by some kind of not completely 100 percent with it but my radio's on i'm like well i don't remember i never set an alarm on that thing it's just there, so if I need to listen to one of our stations or I just need to know what time it is, it's there. So I don't have my glasses on, and so I'm just kind of—I know we're pretty much where the dials are as far as where to turn on and off. So I'm flipping it, and it's not turning off. Like I'm—I'm I'm feeling like what in the world? Like I can flip to AM to FM. I'm flipping it, and it's just not turning off. So I'm like, Jesus, oh, thing's probably busted. So anyway, I just turn the volume all the way down, and go back to sleep. Wake up a few hours later from the morning and I just turn the volume up and it's off. And I actually can turn it on and turn it off and it works just fine. And so I'm laying there thinking to myself, did I dream that or did that actually happen? But the volume is turned all the way down. So you know you turned it down. I know I turned it down. (laughs) <laughs> of course, I tell my fiance this. I said, did you hear my radio go off in the morning? She goes, no. And I'm telling her this and she like literally stops what she's doing. She goes, tell me you're joking. I said, no. I said, I- I'm pretty sure that I didn't dream it because I remember flipping the dial to turn it off and it wasn't turning off. But then when I woke up this morning, it was off. So now nothing weird has happened since. But so like did, was someone trying to send me a message from the beyond? Now I what am, station what, was it on?
1: It's very so, important.
0: Okay, so I have it on our sister station WASK because we 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 carry the Chicago Cubs and Oh yeah. For those that don't know, I'm also the operations manager for our group of stations here. So I kinda have to make sure things are running okay. But I heard one of the 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 the, the songs or jocks talking at, at overnight and i just remember flipping it and so when i turn it on the next morning it's still on wask i'm hearing music but i actually had to turn up the volume and turn it on
1: huh
0: but so do you remember it,
1: what the do you remember who the jock was and what they were saying
0: no because i was like just yeah. still waking oh, up easy. Yeah, I was hazy, but I just remember flipping the on-off button because I know where it is. I can feel around for it. And I could flip from AM to FM, but I just couldn't turn it off. But I turned the volume all the way down, and it was still on while I turned the volume down. But then when I got up, the volume was all the way down, and I turned the volume all the way up, nothing. But then I flipped it on, and it was on.
1: But it was like 2 AM.
0: When the whole... On-off getting worse work, yeah. Yet. But when I woke up the following morning, a few hours later, turn the volume up, okay, don't hear anything. And then I had to turn it on because apparently I had it on-off. And turned on just fine, turned off just fine. So...
1: Well, I hate to tell you this, but when you Google, what does it mean when I wake up at 2 a.m.? It says... When you wake up at 2 or 3 a.m., something paranormal or spiritual is happening. (laughs) Okay. So, some people claim if they routinely wake up at 2 or 3 a.m., take it as a sign that something isn't quite right within your life. I think it's probably just a state of anxiety. You woke up as operations manager, program director, and every other hat that you wear, like, oh my God, are my stations on?
0: But the (laughs) weird thing is,
1: like, Hey, check on me.
0: Yeah, it's like, I'm just gonna turn myself on.
1: Yeah, that's probably what it is.
0: Oh man, but yeah, that, that has never happened ever that I can Maybe recall. It was the
1: jock in the station trying to like send a message to you,
0: right? So like, then they turn on just...
1: his radio so we can hear this break because it's a really good one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, that that was the weirdest thing that has ever happened that I, that I can recall recently. That I'm like. Now it's never happened since. I haven't seen any like flashes or weird light things happen like they do in Stranger Things. So I don't <laughs> upside down. I'm not in the upside down. There wasn't any weird particle things around me or anything. Uh, so I'll oh, I'll man. I will I will keep you up to date if anything else weird happens in the next week. But
1: for your sake, I hope it doesn't. But for entertainment purposes.
0: Hope it, does. Hope it happens again. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. Remember, you can always listen to the podcast, catch up with all of our episodes at B1029.com. Also on Apple and Google Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music. And of course, you can always tell Alexa to play Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. For Shyler, I'm Joe from B1029, and we'll catch you next week.